Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Happy Monday. Hope you're on vacation. Some of you may be. I know most people are taking next week off. But let me welcome you into the holiday cheer of the next few weeks. D-Cell and I are here all week. This week, I'll be filling in for Jim Rome next Wednesday, and Bogus will be here two of the next 30 days. As always, we're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. Just kidding, by the way. Bogus is back tomorrow. I think he's off next week, though. Whatever. Love the guy. I'm really excited about today's show. I'm pumped. Uh, The greatest... Soccer match of all time. Pretty sure. Certainly the best World Cup final ever. So compelling. Diesel sent me a note. I actually was sitting there because I'm a huge Messi fan. Argentina beat France in a nail biter. And I I just, I don't know why, I'm just emotionally invested in Messi. I just am. It is what it is. Man crush, whatever. I don't know. And Argentina almost blew it several times. And I, I, I'm not kidding. I want to throw up. I was so nervous. And I, I was thinking, I don't want any notes from Disa. I don't need some sucker tourist. And then afterwards, I got a really sweet note from Tom. I don't know what just happened, but it's amazing. So we'll get to that later in the show. Don't believe in the Vikings. I know the stage, they staged the best comeback in NFL history. Don't believe in the Cowboys. They did something very different. They gave the game away in overtime. Don't buy either. Got a little bit of a theme today, a mini theme on the show, and that is fool's gold. Vikings ain't real. Cowboys, Dak in particular, ain't real. And we'll throw in some NBA just for some extra flavor. Anthony Davis is the definition of fool's gold. He is a mirage. Don't buy in. That injury news shouldn't be surprising. What is surprising is we got Brady Papinga on the program because he's a busy guy, takes his kids to school, a lot of stuff. He's working out all the time because he's ripped, whatever. I don't know. He's on the program one hour. Longtime former NFL linebacker, Green Bay Packers Super Bowl champion, will talk to us about a bunch of stuff, including tonight's big game, Rams at Packers, also known as Baker Mayfield, question mark, at Aaron Rodgers, different kind of question mark. Twitter sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Buy or sell, coming up on the show. Tom Cell, Tom DeCelestino, at CBS, pretty daddy, Tommy Muscles. Good morning, buddy. Uh, good morning, Bill. Happy Monday to you. I'm in a good mood this this week. Parents are coming to town for a little little celebration, right? Messi is a is a World Cup champion, huh? Yeah, there's a lot. I'm wearing going a clean on. shirt. Yeah, you're wearing a clean shirt. The yeah. holidays are right around holidays. the corner. It's all happening. Let's. I discovered an app that I already had access to that has a bunch of recipes, and I cooked a couple dishes. And my wife thinks I'm a freaking chef now. Let's go. Oh, uh, that could be good and bad. It was great, man. A little sticky 
coconut rice chicken thing? Yeah, but now are you going to have to cook all the time? I like to cook, bro. All and right. Yes. Right. Don't put a na- Dang it. Damn it. I didn't think of it that way. Now you got me swearing on the radio, Tom. Not cool. I even saw part of a, a Christmas story, and I was like, this, you know what? It's good. It holds up. Get up. Come on, d Don't be all bah humbuggy on me. It's not as good be as po- Christmas Vacation. Be positive. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love some Christmas Vacation, too. I'm going to get into Christmas spirit and Happy Hanukkah today, last night. All right. Let's do this. There's a big theme that's emerging for me. Now, Now, two of the big takeaways yesterday in a pretty, pretty interesting NFL weekend. I have to say NFL weekend now, which is so dumb, these stupid Saturday games. But you know what, Christmas spirit? Override my own instincts, to be honest. And two of the big takeaways yesterday, two of the, two of the, the, the eye poppers, if you will, eyebrow razors. I almost said chimney cleaners, but it doesn't work because I'm trying to go Christmas theme. You know, clean it for Santa. Clean it for Santa. No, I, I have. Do you even have a fireplace? I do. We don't use oh, it. Me too. Uh, but Santa can get in. Yes, yes. Two of the big storylines yesterday are, are two guys who are connected, and I think will be when each of them retire, even though they're in separate teams now. First, it was Tom Brady against a Bengals team, a Bengals team man that is on fire. Remember, Tom Brady talked a little smack about the oh, Bengals defense is okay. They're fine. So-so. They're not, they're not the best. It's a little different quote now. But the Bengals defense took exception and forced four turnovers over the course of that game. And just a, a brutal reminder of how basic... How average at best. How, okay, fine, sort of shrug your shoulders, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are. And and how basic Tom Brady is, who threw two interceptions part of that game. And then you had, along with that, a Bill Belichick moment that is a head-scratcher. And I know they're on separate teams now, but connected in my mind's eye forever. In which, I shouldn't enjoy this. I actually like Bill Belichick. He's actually a super nice guy. New England led by a touchdown over a Raiders team that can't hold a lead with a little more than than a minute left and somehow found a way to lose 30-24 in regulation. Raiders score, extra point ties things up, Patriots have a couple timeouts, there's an ensuing drive, but it just feels like the obvious is going to happen, that clock's going to run out, we're going to go to overtime, and really, in that context, the Raiders, under their former Patriots offensive coordinator, head coach, is going to find a way to lose the game. Belichick always beats former coordinators off his tree, especially guys who are, checks notes, terrible at coaching. Okay? And instead, you have the weirdest play I've ever seen in my entire life. It's third and ten. There was two or three seconds left. There's a handoff. The Patriots actually move the ball into the Raiders' territory. It's like, okay, like, just go. I mean, you're not going to run another 50 yards. That's a nice little play. Whoever's got that guy in fantasy is feeling pretty good, right? Cool. And then there's a lateral to Jacoby Myers where you're like, all right. And then this happens. Myers turns and throws the ball Tries a crossfield lateral to Mac Jones. What looked like 15 or 20 yards. And instead, Raiders defensive end Chandler Jones, not to be confused with Mac Jones, catches the ball. And so as not to be confused, 
takes his arm and shoves Mac Jones 10 yards under the ground. I don't think they found him yet. He's, he's under the earth somewhere. And Chandler Jones, after the stiff arm, runs the ball back for the victory. And here's what struck me and here's what hit me. Here's the bigger theme for a Patriots team in that game that, that gave up that final, for now, playoff spot that, that they're fighting for. They're not, they're, not, they're not out of the picture yet. They're just fighting like some basic team. And for a Buccaneers team that, again, in a bad division, still has more life than they should, but are and do look absolutely average and would be worse than that if they were playing in a different division. It struck me that we have shifted to a different era in the NFL without even no, without even noticing it, noticing it for for so long. As much parity as there is in the sport, and there is, and as much as any team can flip the switch and turn from brutal to excellent, and from excellent to brutal over the course of a season, you can win four or five games in a season, and the next year you can be a Super Bowl champion. It happens. It has happened. It'll happen again. It's not particularly true in baseball. It's not particularly true in the NBA. Maybe you can find some examples, but it happens constantly in the NFL. In that reality, you've still had this level of pretty consistent domination. You've got a New England Patriots organization until a few years ago, Brady left in a huff or whatever the issue was, that had won six Super Bowls. Six of the last, I don't know how many, 23 or whatever the number is, and had made nine of them. They made almost half the Super Bowls in this century. Think about that level of consistency. And, and obviously Brady goes to Tampa Bay and, and wins one with the Bucks. You've also had, at least in the regular season, and Tampa Bay's still top of that stupid division. Really, six and eight? But you got three teams that are five and nine. It's a, it's a race of awfulness. You've also had, and I know he hasn't been able to win more than a single ring, and I know it's been a long time since that happened, but a Packers team that almost every year with Aaron Rodgers has been a team we talk about as a contender and have dominated the NFC North and have made a whole bunch of NFC Championship games. And we've somewhat taken that for granted. And then you throw on whatever other teams make a little bit of a run, and it's interesting. And that era's over. It's shifted. We're into something else. We're into the Mahomes era. We kind of knew that. Maybe we're a part of the Joe Burrow era. We'll see what that's about. Josh Allen's trying to take a claim that he's going to help define the next five or ten years in the NFL. And that win, close game, Against the Dolphins certainly showcased Josh Allen's ability, it looks like, if he can stay healthy, to put a team on his back. Not only did the guy throw the ball through that crazy win with the, his Superman arm, bad reference, because what is his name, Henry, Harry, Cavill, got, Cavill, I don't know, got fired from Superman, what a bummer. People were freaking out, I didn't even know about it. People were freaking out on Twitter. Thought Elon Musk did something. Apparently, D, who cares about DC? Anyway, Superman arm, that's where I got, I got there. And he was their leading rusher. And I thought, look, I thought Tua looked pretty good for a venue and a spot that, that's not going to benefit his talent. The Dolphins are a team that have a chance to be really interesting. The Niners have certainly showcased under Kyle Shanahan that they can be consistently interesting even without a quarterback. But the era that we were in is over. It's over. Tom Brady is washed. And I'm not mad at him. And maybe he'll go to a place like the Niners and he'll continue his excellence. Because he, the thing about Brady that's been so amazing is his ability by his mere presence to make a team a contender. And if Brady's going to continue with any kind of winning, it's going to have to be the other way around. He's going to have to be like Peyton Manning when he got his second and final ring with, with, with the Broncos. 
you're going to have to have a, a Tom Brady who's a great leader, who makes some throws, but has a team that's equal part or more of carrying the load. That ain't Tampa Bay. Maybe it's somewhere else next year. But that's a change, man. That's a different deal. The quarterbacks who carry their teams now exist. They'll define themselves. Mahomes already one of them. But the list isn't going to be Tom Brady. And it's not going to be Aaron Rodgers. It's just, it's just not. Whatever happens tonight. The fact that we think Baker Mayfield can beat Aaron Rodgers says all you need to know. And as much as I wanted to believe in Bill Belichick and believe what he's about and believe he could do without Brady, he can't. He is an exceptional coach. The fact he's gotten this team to a mediocre 500-ish season is a testament to his coaching talent, and the fact that he had to use his coaching talent to be this basic is a testament to his ego getting in the way. It's true. The era has shifted. We're in something else. And you can hear it in the sadness of Brady and Belichick's voices. You can hear it in the defeatism that comes to these guys knowing as brilliant as they are, as great as they are, as goatee as certainly Brady is, and maybe Belichick is too. Maybe we'll circle back to that someday, the dominance they once enjoyed, the certainty of at least a high level of success, if not the ultimate success, is over. Let's start with Bill Belichick, who I'm not sure what was more amazing. Watching that play, it's the worst play I've ever seen in the NFL. Just go down. How do you lose that game with three seconds left? And an entire nation rejoicing together, unless you're a Boston fan. I don't know what was more amazing. Watching that game or if you got to be at the press conference knowing people were going to ask Bill Belichick about it. Here's Bill Belichick trying not to answer how he coached the worst play in NFL history. Yeah, look, we've talked about situational football. We talk about it every week. But we obviously we've got to do a better job playing situational football and not making critical mistakes in the game. He sounds like he's going to cry. I'm not making fun of him. I'll cry. I get emotional. I'll cry over probably some stupid Christmas movie. I don't know. Nothing, not judging him, but it really sounds like he's about to break down. And then he, and, and I, I used to like Belichick a lot and not Brady, and now I like Brady too, but I still enjoy the sorrow you're going to hear, which makes me, it is true, we like to see our heroes fall. Not because they're actually our heroes, because that's a dumb term. The people who dominate things, we're so used to watching them win and be smug and be happy. It's kind of nice to see the humanity behind the goats. Here is Tom Brady after a terrible game. Remember, he called out the Bengals' defense. Not a smart, not a smart move. Cincinnati's a real good football team. And that Tampa Bay team, that offense for Tampa Bay was brutal. The defense for the Bengals was really good. And this is what Tom Brady sounds like, I think, when he knows, and he's known for a few weeks now, the era he defined is over because he does not define it anymore. The two fumbles were, you know, my fault. It was uncharacteristic. Um, You know, one of the interceptions was um, just a terrible throw. And the other one, I think, you know, I I got hit and, I was laying on the ground, the ball landed his arm, so. Haven't even mentioned Russell Wilson. Think about the number of Super Bowls that have been won in this era by Tom Brady first and foremost, but by Russell Wilson, throwing another one, by Aaron Rodgers, throwing another one. The number of divisions these teams have won, the number of Super Bowls these teams have been in or at least come close to, two for Seattle under Russ, one for Rodgers, the number of NFC Championship games for those two guys, and obviously AFC Championship games for for Brady when he was there. That era is over. They're still playing. They're still competing. They're going to have some moments other than Russ. He's watched. But that era is over. And we saw that yesterday in stark, embarrassing, humiliating terms for the greatest quarterback of all time and one of the great coaches of all time because football is merciless. And you stay a little bit too long. You let go of that rope a little bit. 
there's 15 other hungry quarterbacks and coaches who are going to come for you and humiliate you, and that's what happened. Brutal. But I also kind of enjoyed it. 855-212-4CBS. You want to give us give us a call. By the way, don't don't ever believe that D Cell is mean. Because he, 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 he hides his, 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 his kindness. But the whole time I was talking, he was sneezing because he's allergic to sadness. He is alert. You okay over there? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It was, uh, it was a little touch and go for a minute there, but I'm good. I recovered. Every time, like, Tom, this guy had a bad day, he goes, <laughs> it's just like a weird little sneeze like that. <laughs> Strange. I can't help it. I'm excited to talk some World Cup, but a bunch of you hit me up. Hey, Ryder, hit, hit that World Cup. Soccer! So I'll give you my take on what was... It's in contention for the greatest sporting event I've ever seen. And that's not a shocker's better than other sports take. It's a, it happens every four years. Let me explain the stakes to you and the emotion and the power. And then we'll get a perspective from D-Cell, who found himself mesmerized by it. Sort of. Soccer! And Messi's moment of absolute glory, his opus, next year on CBS Sports Radio. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, let's get that encyclopedia out. Look, it's all ash. I don't know what to say. Let's just wing it. 855-2124-CBS. T-Cell, when you put your head down, you rub your dimples. I can't tell if you're overwhelmed by the genius of what we've created or conversely, you wish you were drinking somewhere else uh, and yes. not doing this. Yes to all of it. You're all the one that it. played the rejoin, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, leaning in. Yeah, you're leaning into it hard. Sports Encyclopedia. Soccer! That page is still page is still intact. So we'll give you two perspectives uh, on the World Cup. I was like D-Cell three years ago. Didn't watch soccer. Didn't care about soccer. Thought soccer was stupid. Even though I played it in college, not collegially, but I played amateur soccer through college for fun. Wasn't very good at it in retrospect. They play it a little bit better other places. And the I don't know what the pandemic, man. I was kind of watching it. And it was, if you remember, Tom, it was the only thing that was live for a stretch. And I just got obsessed with Barcelona soccer. And love the sport now. Now, now, now D-Cell, how do, I, how, do I, how do I describe this? Doesn't like the sport. 
doesn't watch it, is annoyed that he that we've asked him to. Uh, Diesel does a thing called producing radio show, and I think I've said to him, "Hey, can you please follow soccer a little bit?" And he gets his smile where he's not going to do something. He says, "Yeah," and then he doesn't. So he's not into soccer. And yesterday, I'll give you my perspective. We'll get we'll get Tom's. It, it really was the greatest World Cup final in the history of the sport. And here's the context: if 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 you didn't see it, I'm, I'm going to Americanize it if I can. Messi, Lionel Messi, is by most accounts, by many accounts, maybe the greatest of all time. It's kind of the Jordan-LeBron argument if there were two other people that were that were equally as good or close and there was a contemporary of LeBron along with Jordan, along with somebody else. Because you could say Pele, you could say Maradona, you could say uh, Ronaldo, who's a bum. So, he's an actual bum. Don't even put him on your top four. But what Messi had never won for all of his accolades, was the World Cup. But the difference is, unlike maybe Tom Brady needing to get one, right, back in the day, or, you know, Tiger's first, and then many, you know, Grand Slams, majors, excuse me, or whatever whatever the, sort of the comparison is, Kershaw, when we had that conversation with him as a baseball player, can he get one? They only play the World Cup every four years. That's just, that's just the deal. And soccer is, I think, much more like baseball, than it is like, say, the NBA or even now the NFL with quarterback play. A single guy can help, but it's hard to carry all the way because it is a team sport and there's 11 guys out there. And so Messi's, what, fourth, fifth opportunity to get one and his final real chance is is this weighted pressure. And he's playing a France team that's by far the best team. And and if you watch the match, I'm invested in Messi, not only because he played at Barcelona, not just because he's super short. I'm not going to lie, that's a thing. But he really is, by all accounts, maybe it's not true, but by every account, just a really good human being. He's a good father. He's a good husband. He's a brutal competitor who's a nice guy away from the field. He's just, he's a good dude. And he looks like a schlub, which I like because I look like a schlub. He's, he's relatable. And there's just something likable about him. And yesterday, it's hard to score in soccer. Argentina gets up 2-0. There's 12 minutes left in the game. It seems to be over. And in 90 seconds... Kylian Mbappe, who's only 23, 23, has already scored the most goals in World Cup history. The guy that's second is Messi, who was in his fifth World Cup. Think about that. Like, let that sink in. The future may be GOAT, right? Be like LeBron at 19 or 20 playing Jordan at 35 in the finals. If they did the finals every four years, Kylian Mbappe scores two goals in 90 seconds, and I thought I was going to throw up. I really did. I thought I was going to puke. I was so depressed. For, for Messi, because he never can get another chance. And then you, we go into extra time, a little extra 30 minutes, and Argentina scores. Messi scores, and it's over. Now there's five minutes left, and again, and, and this is on a penalty, second penalty of the match for Mbappe, he scores. And we go to, to a penalty shootout, and it was so nail-biting, and it's basically six minutes, five minutes and 38 seconds, I think is what it took, maybe a little more. And there's all this pressure, and it's five guys taking penalty kicks for each team, and whoever scores the most, that's it. And if it's tied, you go to a sudden death thing. And Bobby scores his penalty kick, and Messi comes up with the weight of the world, all this pressure, and the only thing Messi's not extraordinary at, the only thing he's not great at, is, is taking penalty kicks. He's got like a 77% return on those over his career, which isn't amazing. And the dude just nails a soft little dribble on the left side, and Argentina wins, and it is one of, not just one of the greatest soccer matches of all time, not just the best final in World Cup history. It, 
it was the culmination of this incredible career. The one thing a guy wanted that is so hard to get to, it's only every four years, and it's worldwide, and everybody plays it. I, I, it was, I sat there in stunned silence, and then my wife, who slept in, decently, she's a huge Messi fan. This might make me a bad guy. By might, I mean it does. But I was sort of annoyed she wouldn't get up. Because we got up at like 6 in the morning. She's like, I'm going to sleep through it. So I had the kids go tell her that Argentina had lost and been robbed by, by a bad call in the penalty shootout. <laughs> and she came out. She sat down. She was all mad. She's, I think she swore in front of the kids. And we, like, watched the ceremony. And then I think I started laughing. But I got a good five minutes of being a real jerk in there. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely not the nicest thing you've ever Good done. Good person. Yeah, watch the match. Yeah, uh, so that was me emotionally invested into it. Uh, it was just it was it was riveting and the pressure, and and to be fair to Mbappe, he his goal, his second goal, is equalizer toward the end of, of regulation of normal time was such a sublime strike. It it was such a juxtaposition between the Vikings getting down. 58 points, it wasn't 58, 33 to the to Jeff Saturday's Colts and then coming back, which is that was a comedy of errors and the Tom Brady awfulness and Bill Belichick having, I don't know if he drew it up, but his team executing the worst play we've ever seen. This was sports at the highest level. Now, you actually watched it, or at least you pretended you did to me. Did you actually see it? Yeah, you sound surprised, you know, that I actually watched a sporting event. Like, I, your your voice went up in pitch there. I don't, I don't you know. watched it. Yeah, I watched this yeah. whole thing. I mean, look, I have no rooting interest. I don't know the nuances of soccer. I'm a total outsider. So I did what I think a lot of people did during this World Cup. I watched the two superstars. I watched Messi and I watched Mbappe. I tried just to follow them, not necessarily follow the soccer ball at all times. Man, did that pay off. Though, When you have the two biggest stars in your game show up in the biggest game, like you said, that only comes around every four years. Like, could that have been any better? Messi gets a goal in the first half. Argentina's up 2-0 at halftime. In my head, I'm thinking, like, okay, the second half's not going to be all that interesting. Argentina, it's over. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was over. I'll, I'll leave yeah. it on, but I'm not, you know, going to be locked in on the game. Mbappe, man, like, he is as good as advertised. Oh, He's my amazing. goodness. Like, you couldn't have asked for anything better. Now, like, when we get to extra time and we get to penalty kicks, I have no idea what's happening. I don't know strategy here. I don't know what each team is trying to do other than score. But I'm standing at this point, and I am so excited, but I don't know what's going on. So it's You were this, standing. Yeah, it's this weird oh, wow. feeling of being excited, but also, like, I don't know what I'm cheering for. I don't know what's supposed to be happening, but it was so, it was so enthralling as a sports fan. Like, that... That was peak sports right there. Every soccer match is like that. You should watch all of them. Uh, it was, and here's a little interesting extra context. Argentina are sort of the Chicago Cubs of international soccer, at least going back to 1986, the year before Messi was born. They won their first titles in that stretch a couple years ago in a South American tournament. It's a big deal. But they had been, Messi had missed some critical moments over his career. It's the only thing he couldn't do. And, they lost their first group stage game to Saudi Arabia. Go all the way back. They dropped from like seven and a half to one to twelve or sixteen to one, which I actually put money on them. So I actually also won some money yesterday. But it was really about the emotion. So they were up against it the whole time. Every game they played was a final. Every match they played, if they lost, they they, they would have gone out. And Mbappe and Messi are teammates in Paris at PSG, and I don't think they like each other. I think 
there are reports of a lot of drama. So that showdown was also a showdown of teammates who were battling for power and control at their club. It was amazing. Um, I'm glad you. I'm glad you liked it. I loved it. Can I ask you one question though, as a soccer outsider? Ask me as many as you need, pal. The biggest game that comes around, as you said, once every four years. Are you okay with that game being decided by penalty kicks? Absolutely. And I think that game showcased why. Because you had a 2-0 lead and then two quick goals in normal time, regulation. I don't even know what it's called. Not that big a fan, I guess. And then you had an extra time, a goal by Messi with five minutes left. Five minutes plus stoppage time. And then and then there's a terrible penalty. So it, it's... you. Both those teams push it to the brink, and then the pressure and the fear and the exhilaration. You have to admit, that sh- watching a shootout is pretty pretty incredible. It was just as exciting as stoppage time was, but I didn't know to like the soccer purist if, uh, if you know the World Cup being decided by penalty kicks takes something out of it. I know for you, rooting for Messi, and they won, that's great. But if it maybe takes away from it a little if bit. If it had gone a different—so my brother, who's a huge soccer fan, hates it. Because it's going to ruin people's lives, right? Like, if you lose in regulation, you know, unless you, like, do a, an own goal or, or a terrible handball or something, you kind of, the, the blame is, is, is dispersed a little bit. In this thing, I mean, the other thing is, like, the, the, the Argentina kid who gave up the handball, because the way that, that France scored at the, end of the, at the end of the stoppage time was a handball, and Bobby had a great strike, and the kid put his arm out when he shouldn't have. That kid scored the winner in the shootout for total redemption. But if he had missed and had gone a different way, his life is ruined. I mean, like, so, like, my brother hates it because it, he, he texted us before, like, I hate this. People's lives are going to be ruined. Like, the guys that missed are going to be haunted by that every day for the rest of their life. But that's sports, man. That's part of the, you know, it's almost like it's bottom of the ninth, game seven of the World Series, bases loaded, full count. And you swing and miss, but it happens to, you know, it happens to two or three straight guys. It, it, I, I thought it was amazing. Hey, I got a, I have a slight bone to pick with you. Not even a bone. Not a bone. Bone to pick is stupid. What is it? I want to get all the meat off the bone. I want to get the chicken off there. What does that even mean? Why would you be mad at the bone? It brought you the meat. I'm not mad at the bone. Uh, what are you? What are you upset with me about? I, I have pick? no idea how to explain that to you. So, so Avatar. Way of Waters out. And no, no, like, no, no, no. Hold on, just listen. Let me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mbappe, be a teammate. <laughs> and it's three hours and twelve minutes, and, and I, I'm like, ah, my my son Henry wants to go. My parents are in town today. M- Mom and Dad are coming to town for a week, and they want to go. We're all going go to go to Avatar Way of Water. That's a big commitment. I get it. Three hours and twelve minutes. I'm going to go in with my hair. I'm going to come out with gray hair. That that's how long the movie is. I asked Diesel, that's you, Tommy, today, hey, hey, are you going to go to Avatar? And you said to me, uh, I didn't see the first one. What are you doing? How have you not seen the first Avatar? It's the, it's the highest grossing film in history. And also, to, the, to you know, there's another point here. Didn't the first one come out like over a decade ago? Like, why so long for the second installment? They've got this crazy thing called videos you can watch on your television at what I like to call your house. Yeah, they never had my interest on this one, and now too much time has passed. I don't care now. How do you know? You haven't seen it, man. Yeah, it's I'm saying Ameri- it's a it classic. doesn't have my interest. There's a new one out, and they're going to make like 19 of them. 
They're going to make nine of these things or five. They or four, can't make know. 19 of them because there's going to be a, like a hundred years span because there's a decade in between every movie. Embrace the fact that there's consistency. Harry Cavell. I don't know how to say his name or if it's Harry or Henry. Is it Harry? Uh, I believe it's Henry. See, I'm committed. That guy got fired from being Superman. Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, she gone. The random dude is Aquaman. He doesn't get to be it. You don't know what's going to last. Lean into some Avatar, bro. You, hey, you were skeptical about soccer. Now you're telling me you're in your, your house. You're jumping up and down. You're riveted. Yeah, I got you. Every World Cup, every four years, I will watch the finals start to finish if it's as exciting as that match. It is, and so is Avatar. They're, like, basically the same. Did you see Messi's speech? I know you don't speak Spanish. Let me interpret. Messi said, this is amazing. I dedicate it to Avatar. Everyone should go watch it. Got it. Uh, I also just don't go to a lot of movies anymore. and It's it's supposed to be a great movie viewing experience. So if you can watch the first one at your house, you can have a real movie-going experience again. I haven't been to the movie theater since the pandemic started. What's the last movie you saw? Do you remember I have no idea. We made Stuart Kovacs go to John Wick 2 once. He hadn't seen John Wick 1. But he lied and pretended he just took a photo off Google. Yeah, he didn't go. He, he didn't go. He did not go. All right. I'm just saying you're just as skeptical of soccer. Yeah, I'm not going to see Avatar 2. Is that what it's called, the by the way? Is it called Avatar 2? It's called The Way of Water, bro. Yeah, that's not happening. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It might look kind of stupid, but I bet it's not stupid. That's the point. I bet it's really good. You see it. We can do a super short movie review, and then I'll make my determination. By the way, what are they doing putting Messi in a whatever he was in at the in the celebration? He can't just jump around his Argentina jersey cause he, so the people of Argentina can see the colors. Like, really? Yeah, I wasn't bothered by that. Oh, that was dumb. <laughs> You're a Messi fan, though, so that would bother you. I'm a big man. I thought it was Messi. That was stupid. That was a bad, that was a bad, bad joke. All right. Can we get you to watch a little soccer now that you've really enjoyed the magic? World Cup final every four years. The audience can't see you. Wave your hand. Nobody can see you. World Cup final every four years. I'm in. Okay. Got you. Okay. That's at DCLCBS if you want to admonish him toward a better life to watch soccer. Um, I, Tom, can I have your permission to be a little arrogant? Can I get a little arrogance Monday here? Uh, Permission granted. We tell you stuff on the show. I tell you stuff on the show. That's correct, that people don't want to hear, that athletes who are friends with these guys push back on, that fans want to pretend isn't true. Like these. The Vikings are a lie, and Dak Prescott's not a winner. And both of those things were proven yesterday. One in a victory, come back hey, over the weekend, over the weekend, and one in a, in, in a Cowboys loss that was brutal. Don't buy the Vikings. Don't buy the Cowboys. We will remind you of the truth of that statement, just like we did, soccer in the way of water, when we come back in a moment here on the program after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Peter Schwartz. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Right, welcome back into the show. I got two got a little, we got two little treats, Tom, for the audience in general. For you, for me. Yeah. You want to hear who they are? Absolutely. The first is that is that it's the last it's the last week of shows for us in 2022 because we're off next week. Now I'll be filling in for Jim Rome next Wednesday. But after this week in this time slot, I won't be back until January 2nd or 3rd, somewhere in that range. Pulling a bogey. And um, that means we have Bum of the Week replaced by Bum of the Year on Friday. Now, something we might do, I've never done this. Maybe we'll do Bum of the Week on Thursday and then do Bum of the Year on Friday. What do you think about that? Uh, I'm a little nervous. It's another opportunity for me to win, and this is something I don't want to win. Um, So I think, uh, you know, the less opportunities, the better for me. So I'm not happy. We total up all the winners. We've got some multi-time winners. Someone on the show won, won, was won three times. Someone else on the show won twice, I believe, if that's right. Uh, NBA player won a bunch of times. Some New York Times movie reviewer got one. I don't even know why. <laughs> it, it, really, it, it really was those evenly distributed this year. I got one. A colleague here got one. A former producer got one. I'm very excited. That's number one. Number two... And this is cool. I don't know if you know this, detail, but this season, this is for the very first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, yep, Thursdays, check, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, all of it. Every postseason game, too. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams, or you can just ask Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. I did that last night. It's super cool because my daughter's going. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. Free AutoZone fixed finder service can help troubleshoot the like it cause your pesky engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get on the zone. AutoZone. Over the weekend, the Vikings got down 33 points against a team in the... You know how the Patriots have tried this new approach to, to winning games without an offense, an offensive coordinator? It really worked out yesterday. We're going to have the players call the plays. Live on the game. Backward lateral. Sure. Oh. Bleep. That was a bad idea. The the Colts are trying. Did you hear this? Have you seen this, Tom? That some of the the Colts are trying a new approach. How will it go in an NFL season if you don't have anyone coach the team? If you just don't have a coach, I mean, you put Jeff Saturday out there to stand like a scarecrow. I mean, do scarecrows really work? They don't in the NFL. It's a bold strategy. 
It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. I don't know if he's going to be able to see very well, Jeff, Saturday. Um, against that Colts team, the Vikings got down 33 points. 30. And I remember I was watching. I'm like, I- I'm done. Kissing Cousins, he's such a bum. I'm done. And then he roared back to life, and the Vikings came back, and they won the game, and they won it in overtime, and they scored the end of regular. Yay! And everyone, everyone. Kirk Cousins has shown what he can do. If you are a 35-year-old professional fighter and you're getting the crap kicked out of you by a 9-year-old kid, there's no, A, it's morally wrong, but there's no, like, I'm a tough guy. When you finally barely get up, you look like a a victim of of the film Roadhouse, and then you fight your way back to a victory. Still a 9-year-old kid. Still a child. Still shouldn't be a competent, and you should be fine, 9-year-old kid. But you know what I'm saying. There's no victory for the Vikings. I mean, there's a win, but there's no otherworldly take... This shows that, they, yeah, man, it shows that they can definitely beat horrible teams they shouldn't be down against. If the coach is literally a scarecrow. There was straw coming out of Jeff Saturday. There, were, I think there was straw, and they put him on a stick. Or a pole. I don't know how scarecrows work. <laughs> uh, I think it's a stick. It's a stick? Yeah, I think so. What a terrible Saturday for Jeff Saturday. What a, and Ryan Hickey, who, who is the executive producer of the Zach Gelb Show, is a Colts fan. And I want to credit Stuart Kovacs, who is the associate producer of Maggie and Perloff and um, Jim Rome, Jim Rome Show, for sending a really mean-spirited note. Did you, too? Uh, he, uh, Stuart Kovacs gave me a heads-up that Ryan Hickey was uh, imploding on his Indianapolis Colts podcast, and then I tuned into it uh, just to see the implosion. Oh, and you listened? Yeah, it was well worth it. It really was. Did you pony? Did you pony uh, the sound? <laughs> I, I didn't. I should have. But Ryan has been torn all season whether they should tank or whether they should try to win games, and he just imploded because he didn't know what to feel after that 33-point meltdown. Maybe pull some sound. Maybe he'll be bum of the week. I don't know. It I mean, happen on Thursday. He, he, he didn't lose the game. Who cares? <laughs> Let's get it. He could be nominated, and I, I, I think for me that's just it's the same reality for the, for the Vikings as it is for a Cowboys team that lost a game in overtime. And if you miss this, this is the exact concern I have about Dak Prescott. And I absolutely believe that Kirk Cousins is more than capable of the same thing against a good team. In fact, if Kirk Cousins is playing a good team, I don't know that he can get his team to overtime. I understand the Jaguars are playing better. I understand Trevor Lawrence looks really good. The Cowboys were 10-3 and head into that game. People keep pretending they're a Super Bowl contender. And, and what Dak did in overtime with the game on the line, a moderate test of playoff football, a moderate way to measure and sort of navigate what it'll sort of 13% feel like when the playoffs roll around. And Dak did a Dak. He threw, he threw a pick six. He's not, he's not good enough. And neither are the Vikings. The Vikings and the Cowboys, in very different ways, show their true colors. They are talented football teams with complete rosters and well-paid quarterbacks who can play really well when the games don't matter. Guess what? They matter in the playoffs. They matter in, They matter now, and you're starting to see that. Don't give me this Kirk Cousins made an amazing comeback, therefore... Kirk Cousins got down 33 points to a coach who doesn't know what he's doing. Who doesn't know what he's doing. The comeback was impressive, but not in the context of you should never have been down, ever. 
and you're playing a team incapable of understanding how to navigate a 33-point win, which in its own way is extremely, extremely embarrassing. The NFC is wide open for a lot of reasons. A primary reason, a primary reason that that is the case. I'm not sure that was an earthquake. Did you hear that? It felt like an earthquake here in L.A. The pr- Did you hear that? Uh, I didn't hear it. I saw your facial expression, though, and I was uh, I was concerned. Yeah. It's just the, the, the ground moves when you start to talk about Kirk Cousins being super successful. The NFC is wide open in large part because two of the teams that are supposedly contenders aren't. And I know that people have gotten wise to the Vikings because we talked about the, their point differential in the weeks leading up to this. But the Eagles have an unproven quarterback in Jalen Hurts. It doesn't mean he can't do it, but it's certainly an interesting question. The second best team by a record in the NFC is the Vikings. They're a bunch of bums. The third, that's not true, I'm sorry. There are a bunch of good players with a bum leading them. Excuse me, Vikings, I'm sorry. The third best team has Brock Purdy as their quarterback. Maybe that's going to work. It's pretty interesting. I'm going to keep doing it. The, the fifth best team, by, by seeding, if it ends today, is the Cowboys. And then in the hunt, you have a Buccaneers team that's 6-8. and eight. They might win their division, cause, but everyone behind them is 5-9. and nine. Whoever gets in is going to be a terrible. you got a Giants team that no one's afraid of. You have a commander's team that nobody's afraid of. The Seahawks are technically on the bubble, as are the Lions. The NFC is as wide open as any year that I can remember. But you know who's not going to come out of the NFC? I do. It ain't going to be the Cowboys. It ain't going to be the Vikings. If one of them play each other, the ground could shake again. They play each other because technically neither is capable of winning, but someone has to. You think the penalty shootout in the World Cup took a long time? Wait till that baby. We're in overtime 52 with 39 interceptions between them. Neither are good enough. Let's talk about some teams that are. No, let's not. Let's talk about two bad teams. Let's talk about the, the Packers and the Rams with Brady Pinka next here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.